All You Need to Know, the BQ Prime podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. Happy Friday to you. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 2nd of June. Here's everything that you need to know before you start planning your weekend. It's good news for the Indian economy. The goods and services tax collections came in at a healthy 1.57 lakh crore rupees in May and that's 12% higher than the same month a year ago. That's according to data released by the Ministry of Finance yesterday. Remember, the taxes for April are collected in May, so it's a good start to the financial year for the government's coffers. This is the fifth time since the inception of the tax that the collections have reached um, that 1.5 lakh crore mark. In the other top news that I'm tracking this morning, in the US, senators have reached a deal to expedite the passage of the debt ceiling agreement between President Joe Biden and House Speaker Kevin McCarthy just a short while back. They're racing to get it passed ahead of the 5th of June deadline, at which point the US may default on debt payments. The agreement allows senators to offer 11 amendments to the bill, all of which are expected to fail, but will still force brief debate and a vote. It will also include a statement from Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and Minority Leader Mitch McConnell committing to an emergency defense spending bill demanded by GOP hawks. This is the latest update from Bloomberg and we'll probably know more later today. Remember, the House has already passed the deal on Wednesday. Back home, after a gap of almost a month, the Reserve Bank of India on Thursday announced a 14-day VRRR or Variable Rate Reverse Repo operation, which is used to drain out surplus liquidity from the banking system. The auction worth 2 lakh crore rupees will be conducted this morning. This is certainly a change from not too long back when bankers were complaining about stressed liquidity in the system. Surplus liquidity in the banking system has been rising sharply this week uh, on account of government expenditure and also deposits of the 2,000 rupee notes that have been flowing into banks. In the automotive space, uh, the prices of electric two-wheelers have shot higher with the expiration of the famed subsidy. Electric two-wheeler makers TVS Motor, Aether Energy and Ola Electric have all increased their prices effective the 1st of June. TVS Motor has raised prices by 17,000 to 22,000 rupees, while Ola Electric has increased prices by around 15,000 rupees across the range. In other news, InfoEdge, an investor in beleaguered entrepreneur Rahul Yadav's 4B Networks, has initiated a forensic audit into the affairs of the company nearly three months after writing off 288 crore rupees that it invested in the startup. In a notification to the exchanges, InfoEdge said that its subsidiary all-check deals, which funded 4B Networks, had asked the company to provide details of financial transactions and other documents as per the shareholders' agreement, but none of that information has been forthcoming. In international markets, US stocks ended strong, particularly the tech-heavy Nasdaq, which climbed 1.3%. The S&P 500 and the Dow closed 1% and 0.5% higher, respectively. And it's a positive start to trade in the Asia-Pacific region too, with all three early risers starting positive. 
And it looks like it could be a positive end to the trading week for the Indian market too. Let's find out what Neeraj has to say. Morning Neeraj, cues are positive clearly this morning. What's the setup for the day? Yeah, well, we have the tailwinds of what uh, the US markets did overnight. So that should help. Plus the fact that we've actually corrected a little bit in the last couple of days. So that should also work um, in our favor because we're not at heightened levels. Um, remember, oil heading for the weekly loss ahead of the OPEC meet also is a net positive for India. Usually, lower oil prices tend to tend to be better for the sentiment. Uh, but the broader markets, remember, have continued to outperform the indices and there is more momentum in store. Interestingly, um, when anyone looks at themes for the near term to the medium term, there's a very interesting note from MK, which speaks about how FMCG stocks generally for the months of two months of June and July in the last 11 years have done well. Dabur has given a positive return in each of the last 11 years for these two months. And HUL, Marico, Tata Consumer have given negative returns only during the El Nino years. Quite a telling statistic, isn't it? Uh, let's see if there is an encore this time around or not. Nevertheless, uh, in terms of uh, stocks to watch in the session today, uh, I'll watch out for InfoEdge. The wholly owned subsidiary of the company uh, said an investment and a loan of 288 crores given to an investee company is now impaired. And that is a big problem uh, for InfoEdge. So uh, I would reckon that the stock will start off materially lower today. Uh, there is... Uh, Interglobe Aviation in focus. Uh, India is going to ask airlines to keep fares in check after the Go Air crisis. As per Jyotiraditya Sindhya at the Times Network India Economic Conclave, such things never please the street. Uh, though uh, I don't know if there is too much of interference possible, but be that as it may, uh, if Indigo corrects today, if SpiceJet corrects today, then you know why that's happening. Adani Enterprises could be in focus. NSC and BSE have removed the stock from the short-term surveillance. Starting 2nd June, it was put under the short-term ASM on May 25th. So do watch out for Adani Enterprises in the session today. Of course, standard disclaimer, the Adani Group owns business, 49% in Quintillion Business Media, uh, which is the owner of PQ uh, Prime, which is the platform on which you are hearing this podcast. Then I'll watch out for Coal India. The OFS actually got some very good demand from the HNI or the Nornstein investors. And the May production data has risen to a record high of 60 million tons, up 9.5% YOY. It's available at a good dividend yield. All of this could augur well for Coal India. Do watch out for that one. Aditya Billa Capital, there's a preferential issue to founders at 165 rupees per share, current price 171. I would reckon this should give comfort to investors, maybe reacts a little bit. Moil, the May manganese ore sales have risen 72%. And in terms of auto sales that came out post market hours, TV has beat heightened estimates any which ways. Uh, uh, and as did uh, Aisha Motors. Tata Motors too actually was slightly above estimates and Hero was in line. But TV has stood out for me just by virtue of the fact that their expectations were high and they've delivered even better numbers. So do watch out for this. Jefferies has a very interesting note on Bajaj Finance, wherein they've upgraded the stock, the, rather kept the buy rating, but upgraded the stock's uh, target price to 8,310 from 7280. Aside of all the numbers that Jefferies has spoken about, they, they say that Rajiv Jain in a conference at Jefferies 
has stated that he will stay responsible at Bajaj Finance even if his role evolves because age is on his side. This should be a big comfort for people who have long speculated about what could happen to Bajaj Finance if Rajiv Jain goes away. He's saying that he's here for the foreseeable future and that should be constructive. Well, uh, that's it from my end. Uh, promises to be an interesting day and an interesting weekend. Uh, it's with this, it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great Friday and an even better weekend.